When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know it's always a good time when my friend Emily Hanks of the She's Speaking with Emily Hanks podcast comes over because you know we talk about just everything. We start off by telling y'all why you should watch True Detective this season. Then we get into those Atlanta casting rumors. Y'all know the Real Housewives of Atlanta. That's our baby, okay? And then the bulk of the episode, we talk about the most recent episode of The Traders. Ooh, we have a good time. We even cast next season a little bit, okay? It's a good time. Before you get into the episode, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know I love those. It's your new episode of Reality in Comics 2. Let's do it! That's right, you're listening to Reality in Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Oh, hello everyone. I'm coming to you live from Super Bowl Sunday. The game hasn't happened yet, but if you just were on Emily's live, then you know that we're having us a chit-chatty morning, okay? We like talking on a Sunday morning. Nothing better. Nothing better than chit-chatting about the things, all of the things, all of the pop culture mess, all of the Bravo bullshit, all of the stuff on a Sunday morning, okay? Y'all, I've got one of my absolute faves. Y'all know her. We're always talking. We're always recording together. I've got Emily Hanks of She's speaking. Did you hear that? She's speaking. Whole new podcast, y'all. The new rebrand. If you haven't seen that podcast cover, it looks mm. amazing. Of course, I'm going to link down. You know, I'm going to link out to it all in the show notes and stuff. But y'all, give it up for Emily Hanks. Hi, Emily. Hey, boo. It's so fun. I, this is my first time having it called She's Speaking by someone else. Yeah. I lo- it, you know what? I feel like it's appropriate that it's me, too. So uh, right? I, it is. I love it that. is. Yeah. It's so perfect I'm- that it was you. I'm sorry. She's speaking with Emily Hanks. There yes. we go. Hold tight. Y'all better get it the fuck right. Okay. Speaking with Emily Hanks. Best yeah. I like the podcast cover. Mm-hmm. I, I I can admit my own narcissism. I just stare at it. <laughs> it's so good. It's so and I've seen like a lot of the drafts too. Like yes. this one, you picked the right one. That was it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. No, I gotta think, um, because I would have just gone with the first one. I was like, Yeah, I guess that's the best one. Put just tweak the font or whatever but yeah. it's because cyber cloud 10 she's a real one she's like i think we can do better we love us some cyber we, we love, love us her. some cyber okay love cyber we love cyber shout queen. out to cyber hi boo yes <laughs> um we me and emily we know we we talk about everything but y'all know one of our other like commonality 
not common. I'm one of our other common loves that we have, like outside of reality TV and just outside of like stuff in general, is we're two big true crime heads. Oh. And whether it comes in scripted form, docu series, mm-hmm. podcast, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're always matter. following along. Like em- Emily has gotten to like where she's gotten into the like deep diving and researching, and like we we I might know. look. I know we might look up in 2025. Emily might be on the the Innocence Project. We never know, okay? <laughs> we never know. It might happen. I'm putting that on your vision board for 2025. So <laughs> I love that. Um, we've been watching, and I think y'all have been too, because y'all y'all talking to me about it a little bit on Instagram. We've been loving this season of True Detective with Jodie Foster, and you know Ooh, she's doing the damn yes, thing. I'm so excited. Is it uh, Callie Race? Is that her name? I don't know. Yeah, I think I think uh, I don't know her name on the show, but Callie, the, both of them, they're so good. You mean this, Navarro? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I think Callie. I might be. I, I want to say that's right, though. I think I'm right because you know I just pull random facts and like maintain them. And somehow. you made so you I think do it. You hold on. I'm like, this is fact. I'm not going to research right. further. Nope. No need. And then no you and then you tell me. me, and I'm and I'm so and I'm so damn gullible, <laughs> and I'm like, and now and we and we're spreading around misinformation left and right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, you've been like deep diving on true crime too, because you, no, not true crime, true detective, because mm-hmm. you are like, yeah. you say you've been loving this season, but like some of the stuff has gone like right over your head. And not I some know, of it, it, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, I've been loving it, but it made me think like, okay, has something gone over my head too? Like, am I missing something? And you said there's like a lot of callbacks to season one and mm. everything. What What's like the thing that like, or even like an overview if you want to do it what do you like want people to know about this season of true crime before the finale because we need to convince them to watch episodes one through five so they can like really get into six when it happens now are people not watching is that what's happening are people because i I actually don't know they're watching right yeah i see a lot the podcast is always like at the top of the charts oh really yeah they're loving so they got so i'm assuming they're watching they got to be watching i didn't realize there was a podcast that actually probably also would help Right. <laughs> right. I think after every episode they put out one. Yeah. I I should know that because I would really benefit from that, I bet. <laughs> I would really As would do I. well. As okay. would I. So I kept thinking that Salal was a one of the people. Was one of no, the, the no, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. the research center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm yeah. over here like Salal is not a good guy. I think who's Salal? <laughs> uh huh. That's how that's how clueless I was. I also I'm not joking. I watch this and because I always end up having to do something when I'm watching it, mm-hmm. even if I don't really. Suddenly my brain is like, you need to go check something on your phone, and then right. So I have. I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I've had I've rewatched in the having it on the background at least four times. Really? Because I'm like, I'm missing things. I'm missing things. But then I get distracted because like that is just the only way I know how to watch television is to just do something to distract me from it and not focus. It is beyond difficult for me just to stay focused on a TV show or a movie Mm -hmm. or whatever without grabbing something to like stimulate myself in another way. They're so good. Like the episodes, I think I've watched. uh, Yeah, like the the podcast, uh, even just like not even like TV and film, just in like all shows like the all the category it's like in the the top 200 like it's always on there but let okay. me see tv and film it's no three. i'm definitely going to oh <laughs> shit okay yeah no i'm definitely gonna start listening because i'm sure they give mm-hmm. they give all the stuff that i so i went <laughs> i went through it and i this is what i typed into google true detective <laughs> season four 
episode one explained. And I just kept going through until I got it. So what I did not realize was Mm. the woman who I didn't know who the woman was that came over after her after um, Danvers daughter, Jodie Foster's daughter, spray painted murderer on the business. I Mm -hmm. didn't understand the connection Mm -hmm. there. I didn't get it. Um, But now I'm following that they are like this company, this very bad company. Supporting um, the mines, right? Supporting the mines. Yeah. They're, they're donating. Okay. But okay. Mm -hmm. This is where it traces back to season one. Okay. Okay. So um, after digging into the history of the Salal facility, Mm -hmm. junior officer, Peter Pryor, we know, informs Danvers that uh, an NGO, so a a nonprofit organization, funds the station, but traces that back to the the, uh, NGO's cash to Tuttle United. Yes. And that was from season one. Tuttle. Okay. That was when... um, I'll, I'm rewatching this week. I'm rewatching this week. I'll rewatch it with you. It's fun when okay. we watch together because we. Yes. You told me you were rewatching Mayor of East Town, and then I was like, "Yeah, too now." And that was fun <laughs> to like go through. So I'll rewatch it too. Okay, good. Um, so the Tuttle family is the Louisiana institution, one that Rust from season one chases mm-hmm. after in the first season, while investigating its members' connection to a dangerous pedophilic cult. Yes. Uh, there's basically zero chance that Tuttle United isn't connected to the Louisiana Tuttles or to the horrifying worship performed by their cult. The mm-hmm. swirl too. the swirl. Mm-hmm. That's, that's from season yeah. one as well. The swirl. See, okay. I sh- I knew something in, something in right? my mind told me right? I should have rewatched season one before this season came because mm-hmm. I knew they weren't going to call back to season two or three, even though maybe unpopular opinion i don't even like know how people feel i know everyone kind of universally hates season two but i actually really like season three with mahershala uh okay Ali. should i watch it i've never watched yeah it. I, I see even like if you don't like the story or whatever his, his acting everyone ability says he's so good everyone literally every every review plays, says that kendrick he plays three versions of himself and it is so like literally throughout it's it's, it's so incredible i want i i think he was nominated for an emmy i yes. don't think he got the emmy for that though but i think he was yeah it, so good so watch it for that alone one three and four i think are like mandatory watches for everyone that likes the show okay I'll two watch two mm-hmm. is a mess yeah that, two mm. was a mess they got that all wrong they got yeah. that all and wrong. i had you, watched one the and casting two back wasn't back. good no that wasn't good count wasn't it colin farrell and um and Vince Taylor Vaughn? oh was it oh see I was, was about to lie and say Taylor Kitsch but I think you're right I thought I think it was and I was just like that's they're not the right they're not yeah. the right people for it yeah. and honestly I still think that Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey were the best casting decision like putting mm-hmm. them together like that I was like god damn this is unbelievably good right uh, did you know that they might be related in real life I did yes I I saw that Isn't randomly. That like- do you yeah. like I could see it? <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys I'm, I'm absolutely have the same type of thing. Um, okay, so here's another thing I didn't realize. I could not figure out for Annie K, right? We've got this murder from six years prior. Because I say Angie K every single time. So yes, I know I exactly you who do. you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> um, so Annie K is this murder that really got under Navarro's skin. She's like, mm-hmm. I've never been able to solve it. I gotta solve it. But Danvers is like, let it go, let mm-hmm. it go. I then I got confused and was putting the two things together separately from An- Annie Kay. Separately, they went Navarro and Danvers responded to a call at William Wheeler's house years yes. prior, and 
they call it a murder suicide, but it ain't a murder suicide because they just shot that fucker. Yes. And yes. it's one of those things where you're like, good, he deserved to die. But they covered it up <laughs> a yes. lot. And they and and prior, who is like her little protege, but also the son of the other dude, uh, whatever his name is, Harper. I don't remember the I don't know his name. Um, oh, no. the the dad who's a bad cop, the dad who's mm. a, who's a bad cop. Mm. Um, I I was thinking that that when they went to the, I was thinking that Annie Kay was the one murdered in that William Wheeler thing, but those are just that's just totally separate thing. Yeah, I was oh, I was putting oh. them together, and so I was getting all confused. Then I followed; they were connecting one of the scientists that was in the corpsicle. Mm-hmm. He was actually having an affair with Annie Kay. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got matching tattoos, right? Matching tattoos. They yeah. got the matching tattoos. Mm-hmm. So there's the connection. What's that about? And they go to their creepy trailer the trailer that they were having their love Ooh. affair in and it had like animal bones in yeah. it. Very, very callback to first season though. That was the type of shit we were seeing the first season. The first season mm-hmm. was so, wait a minute, hold on. The first season has one of the best scenes ever though. Remember? Cause they, you know, they have to like protect what's his face. Russ is undercover. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they hit there. They're supposed to like hit one house, but they end up like getting fucked and like the cops arrive and there's like helicopters and it's all one shot of yes. Matthew McConaughey getting the, out of there. Oh, it is so good. I don't think I took Ooh. one breath. I'm going to oh, see yeah, it. We're going to so watch the yes. hell out of this. I am excited. I might start that after the, well, I got to watch the Batteries Reunion after the Super Bowl. But after that, <laughs> then. <laughs> Wait, I'm is that the watch. one Nini's hosting? Yes. <laughs> okay, I gotta watch that too. Actually, yes, I gotta watch that too. So I didn't realize that that was the connection between those people. Then mm-hmm. the um, okay, hold on. What else did I learn? What else did I learn? <laughs> Spirals from the first season. Okay, and I didn't know who that Otis guy was. The Otis guy that's all that needs the heroin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't understand why we need this guy. How do we find out about this guy? He was one of the scientists too, right? Not the one in the corpsicle. I thought that guy was one of the one of the like things oh, that yes. got out of the corpse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not that guy. So what happened was Pryor was asked to look up people who had similar injuries to the ones that they sustained at the corpse. Mm-hmm. And Otis Heiss was one of those people. But he this was from years ago, like 30 years earlier, he had mapped out this underground ice cave system that there's like this big mystery mm-hmm. that it's like very dangerous, but like they're there and he had the same type of injuries. And so they need to have him take them to the ice caves because they think Annie was killed in one of said ice caves because of mm-hmm. the video that she took with the whale bones in it. They're like, that's got to be one of the ice caves. OK, but then Otis Heist was just like a heroin addict who's been scurrying around all over the place and they finally get him. But then mm-hmm. that other dude who's the bad cop was told, you need to kill that guy. <laughs> yes. Because we can't have him finding out, we can't have him taking him into the ice cave where we definitely murdered Annie Kay for whatever the fuck reason it was. Mm-hmm. So now I'm understanding it now. Silver Sky, Silver Sky, they're the bad guys. Yes, 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 yes. They're the ones, Silver Sky, they bankroll Salal and they have them push out those bogus pollution numbers because they're, they see the water. Mm-hmm. Killing all those people. Like, wasn't it like uh, 11 Pink, of the... So- 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 11 of like the something newborns, like all uh -huh, or nine or some of, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, really fucked crazy. up stuff. Really fucked Ugh. up stuff. So now I'm so finally I'm getting it. And I'm like, oh, this is what it, what happens to me is that when all the names start coming at me, I tune out because I'm like, I don't know who they're even referencing right now. It takes me so long to follow the different names of the characters. Like I need to sometimes have like a map out, mm -hmm. which is why I thought Salal was a person. Right. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. So, but I am getting it now and I'm like, ooh. And I have to say what I've found is all of the critiques or recaps or reviews of the show are pretty damn positive. Almost yeah. everyone, all of them feel like I'm I'm reading like Time magazines, Variety, L, like mm -hmm. whatever comes up, Screen Rant. They all seem like they want to dislike the show because of based on past seasons. Yes. But they're like, I kind of can't. Like it, right exactly, when you think it's going uh -huh. all over the place and it's never going to kind of get back to what it should be, then they get it right. They literally because this this is, in my opinion, near perfect. Like this, this season is really like it, it. a lot of shows you have to kind of watch once or twice to like fully understand it. But I think that so many people don't want anything like especially any of these other seasons to live up to season one that they their first instinct is to it's down the other seasons which season two okay but like season three i get it not as good as the first one but still a good season mm -hmm. season four this is number two for me like this is at least like the second one i think there's a big cut off between one three four and mm -hmm. season two like there's a big gap between all of those seasons so mm -hmm. i i'm i, I think I, I agree with you people want to dislike it so bad but yeah. then they're watching it and they're like oh these characters are so good and the, the 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 drama that's happening everything is just it's, it's good so and i like good. that the setting is great too the creepy night all the time like ooh, creepy I, I'm really liking it i'm really liking it i can't Loving wait it. for the finale we're uh, only six episodes so i do hate i know that, i hate that I know, but still, give me eight. Really good, exactly. Do like the other seasons. Give me so eight. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping they start like, you know, constantly coming back. Like it takes them years and years to make these seasons. But I well, will say I this must have been a nightmare to film for the for the career. Like it's all <laughs> night shoots. Right. Ugh. Like this was a tough one to film for and sure. I'm guessing not they were a glamorous in Alaska one. shooting. Right. This, right. Oh. It well, feels if they're not, it certainly feels like they are. They're doing a great right. job of capturing it accurately because I'm you would I would believe it. Me too. And, you know, most people are like, oh, we were in London for this. And like really we in Atlanta, like on Peachtree, like shooting this whole thing. It's like, OK, <laughs> so you never know. Yeah, I no. love that. OK, so, so if we good. didn't convince y'all. Oh, it's so good. So we convinced you guys. It's so fucking good. It's so good. Oh, it's my God. so good. We're also going to talk about our other favorite show, The Traitors, uh, Ooh, I love it so in just much. a moment. I know. It's, I literally, I never, every episode, I feel like I watch at least three times, which Me is crazy. Too. It's like, I just want to rewatch it. Like, Kaya literally, uh, the other night, she was like, because uh, we watched that um, that new Kenya Moore movie on Lifetime. We watched that together. And so we're like, oh, my God, it was good. She's like, well, while I got you, let's rewatch The Traitors. I'm like, eh, you don't have to twist my arm. Let's do it. Oh, yeah, I'm like, let's okay, rewatch the fucking let's re Traitors. It. Absolutely. It's so good. So good. Before we get to that, though, we got a little bit of Bravo news to cover. Um, we got y'all know me and Emily. When y'all hear us like collaborate the most, it's usually on her podcast, and we're talking about Atlanta. That's our show. We talk about every episode of the season. We going through all of them. We don't get to talk about it as much. We talk about Rony too, but like that's not our heart the way Atlanta nope. is. That's our baby. But 
It we was our baby. Did. It was, right? We'll we'll get our baby will come back maybe later this year, hopefully. Hopefully they do three months and just come on and yeah, right. Let's, let's do please this. flip it. Flip it fast. They love to take their damn time. Right. Let's let's get this going. Um, we got a lot of news this week. I was gonna do an episode, but I was like, I kind of felt like uh I'm gonna wait to talk about this with Emily because I really that like it, it feels right. So we got a lot of news. Y'all know I did an emergency episode on Sunday. It dropped a couple hours early. Normally, our episodes come out on Mondays. I dropped it Sunday night because Candy got on the Grammys red carpet and just, like, broke the internet. So uh, I had to talk about that. So we gave our thoughts about that. But that's the first, like, kind of big piece of news we got about Atlanta that not only is Candy gone, a lot of budget has been cleared up because Candy's gone. We all, we you know, we were sad because Candy's been, Candy kind of feels like the, like the main fiber almost of that show so it's so weird it'll be weird not seeing her there really will but we got to talk about the future she's gone and we've got a lot of news that's uh allegedly been confirmed and coming and be announced soon all this kind of stuff the first one the neighborhood talk and sorry y'all i'm super congested i don't know why but i'll be okay uh, the neighborhood talk exclusively confirmed that both Kenya Moore and Portia Williams are coming back. And if y'all have listened to any of Kenya's recent interviews, you know that like she's kind of been hinting that she had her contract and it was signed. So we all I, I don't think that was a shock to anyone, but them actually getting Portia back was kind of a shock to a lot of people because we were all praying for it. We just didn't know if it was actually going to happen anymore because Portia is living a rich, charmed life right now. But we need to see that on TV. So. Let's talk about that piece first. How do you feel about these two in particular coming back to the show next season? It's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. It feels like if they couldn't, if they didn't get Portia back, I was like, what are you guys even doing? Right. At this right. point, we got her on Ultimate Girls Trip. She was so great. Mm-hmm. And Kenya and Portia, especially, excuse me, with their history. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know they're in a good place, right? Yes. Right? They're yep. in a good place. Everything changes once cameras go up. Exactly. You know? And it changes in ways with with these veterans. What changes is they don't know what's going to change until like someone decides to be messy and bring something up on camera. And then it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, now we're here and now we're going to act like that. Right. So I it's going to be a totally different um, level of wealth, honestly, from both. Like Kenya is now doing better than ever because of her hair care line and mm-hmm. all sorts of shit like that. But Portia is like rich, rich. So we're almost getting like Kenya Portia 2.0. Like what is that dynamic? Came in together. Like? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm thrilled for that. And I wonder if Kenya is going to have any type of, I wonder if she's going to kind of be a little territorial because she has been there the whole time. She's never Mm -hmm. left. So I don't like, I just wonder what Kenya is going to, because Kenya loves to be the queen, um, even though she likes to pretend she's, she doesn't love it. So I don't know if she's going to be secretly kind of resentful. I don't know. I just think it's going to create a lot of cool dynamic. Organic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Organic. And I think that Kenya has always like, graciously kind of bow to candy too because i feel like she kind of feels like candy's been her longest this yeah. is her show she's the queen i will take the second title mm-hmm. I, y'all know i'm the messiest i'm the drama mm-hmm. but this is candy's stuff now that candy's not there i think she's mm, i don't think she's gonna respect sheree enough to say this is your show now take the lead now it's like okay Hell no this is mine this is porsche's let's do this sheree doesn't get to come in and claim anything because you've been <laughs> fired twice true 
you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like mm-hmm. you barely, if you're if you're asked back, you barely got asked back. Oh, do okay. Let's let's transition to that then. Do you think that uh with so our current cast last season was Candy, who we know is gone, Kenya, Marlo, Sheree, Sonya, and Drew. Of those remaining five, we know Kenya is coming back. So of the four, do you think any of them will be back? I know Marlo, I doubt Marlo will be back. I can't see it either. I doubt it. I just, the audience turned on her. She, mm-hmm. season after season, didn't give us enough of what we thought we were going to get out of her. Mm-hmm. So I don't see Marlo coming back. Um, you had mentioned that because this is over on mine, you mentioned that when, if Phaedra is coming back and Phaedra basically has confirmed she probably is coming mm-hmm. back, then they would bring Sheree. Mm-hmm. That... My, just my thoughts. Just my, what I, we, we've seen nothing like of that. Phaedra, for you, if y'all don't know what Emily was referring to, Phaedra did an interview with, I think E, if I'm not mistaken. It was so, it, no, it was maybe GQ actually. I think, because I remember when they said the magazine, I was like, why is she talking to G? I think it was GQ. <laughs> okay. And she did an interview with them and they asked her, they were like, well, since, uh, have there been any discussions about, you know, the future of Atlanta Housewives? She said, there's been a lot of discussions about, uh, you know, how it's going to be casted. Those discussions about me coming back are definitely on the table and, you know, kind of alluding to they're trying to, win her back too and if i remember correctly there were rumors probably maybe a month ago a lot of people weren't reporting it but i remember one big page was talking about it they said there are two big names coming back to atlanta next season and you guys uh aren't thinking about this right because i think we were all thinking like oh two big names nini portia that's what most people assume because we thought candy was coming back and there's no way phaedra was coming back now thinking about that maybe it was phaedra and maybe it was portia so that might make the most sense now that we know all it is i like you said before if sheree comes back and has a cast to play off of yeah. it could be great but w- mm-hmm. honestly though even sheree when she has a cast to play off of she can be kind of disappointing yeah you know like i've done, done a rewatch rec- yeah i've done a recent rewatch of like from season one through mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah see sheree like that's why she got fired the first time like she doesn't give you enough she thinks she can she can just show you. I don't even know what because she is delusional. You think it'd be funny, but it's like you just don't get enough out of her. So right. I wouldn't be sad if Sheree didn't come back, and it was yeah. and that way I could see Phaedra without that presence of Sheree. I almost feel like mm-hmm. Sheree would be like a comfort blanket in a way, but I kind of want mm-hmm. Phaedra a little uncomfortable. I, I'm the thing that I don't know is I don't know the current relationship between Kenya and uh, Phaedra. I know Kenya yeah. has advocated in recent years that Phaedra come back to the show. Oh. And I don't know if it was because like that would be a good sparring partner for me or if it's because we actually are on good terms, but she said it a couple of times. So I don't know if that is okay. true or what, but that, that might, I, would I like think that, that dynamic. Yeah. And that makes me think if that's the case, then it kind of makes me want Sheree to come back too, because now Sheree is so close to Kenya and she's close to Phaedra. Where does that put you in between these two if they are like the ones that are going back and forth the entire time? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if Sheree would handle that well. No. Because sometimes Sheree doesn't Sheree, handle most well. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes Sheree's just like, oh, I don't know. You two work it out and like that kind of stuff. So right. I don't have a lot of faith in her there. Mm. She's just disappointed me quite a bit. Yeah. The way she was siding with Ralph. So yeah. that's also another bummer. Drew. Drew. Mm, okay. I what, wish what she was do we coming think? back. Do we think she's for sure done? 
I do. I think it's a legal thing. I think she drew at the end of the day has tried her best to keep shit off the show. I think it might be a legal Ooh. matter where she doesn't want to. Cause remember she, at the reunion, her sister, whoever was with her was like, why don't you tell them about the private investigator? And she was like, <laughs> oh, there's not everything I want to say on camera. So I wonder if she's like, I'm not going to be able to show any of this. And yeah. maybe she doesn't want to give Ralph the platform because you know, Ralph will run with it. Yeah. I don't know. I would love to have her back, though, because I think she's got the most story right now. I do, too. And her and Portia are super close. So, yeah, I would think that's a, a good one, too. I'm going to put her on the the maybe list. I would love to have middle. her back. I think I know people don't like Drew and I get why. But like after this past reunion, she she proved that she will do it. People, let me tell you something. People are going to be mad at me. But, you know, I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times. The past couple of seasons, we all know that like it's not been the Atlanta that like we've come to know and love. But I don't think that any of that is Drew's fault. I think that Drew has been one of the single, like single-handedly been trying her hardest to keep this show like afloat. She's been willing to mm -hmm. embarrass the hell mm -hmm. out of herself this entire time with Ralph. Because her and the Ralph stuff, like that whole dynamic, it's hard for a lot of these people. And that's, I think, where one of the bigger issues comes in is that shows like this rely on group scenes but it should rely on them because we like seeing a group interact not because all of your individual scenes are not watch worthy like mm -hmm. if we don't want to watch it then and i think that drew had one of the was one of the few people that when seeing her and ralph interact was just fascinating it was off-putting it was you know all that kind of stuff but she was one of the few people totally. on the show that actually had like the individual scenes that like I wanted to see like I want totally. to see it. even if even if I was hate watching I wanted to see it and a lot of the other girls just didn't yeah, exactly. necessarily have that so because they gave us those fake scenes right those like yes. stage scenes like Marlo showing us how great her and the boys are doing with the life coach exactly you're like exactly oh, this for a second uh -huh. so we're saying Marlo's out we're saying Drew's a maybe. We got Kenya back. We got I'm putting Sheree on the back list for right now. Yeah, because I think I, I I can see that happening. So we'll we'll keep two, add two new ones. We could we said Portia and Phaedra back. Uh, do we even need to talk about Sonya? Oh, please, girl, bye bye. Oh yeah, because I gone. Bye bye, Sonya. Right, gone. Gone. Uh, Drew's on the maybe list, and then if that's the case, I think we've covered everyone um because candy's gone mm -hmm. do we at that point how many how more many does that leave us how, how many do we have now so we got four confirm well not confirm us oh, like essentially four confirmed, confirmed yeah. and one maybe with drew so that's five total what do you think the number needs to be because they've never had seven they've never had seven and most of these shows are walking around with eight nowadays God, that's just crazy to me right in the history they of the should, show. They should have seven. They should get a lucky lucky number seven going. I agree. Because I think yeah. whenever you bring in two new people, that's when the dynamics really change. Yeah. And they normally never pick just sides bring in, and... Never just bring in one. Never bring right. in just one new person. You have uh -huh. to bring in at least two for sure. And make them connected in a real way to the cast somehow, whoever the yes. case may be. But none of these fake... Because what producers will do is they'll go through like their Instagram and they'll right. say, oh, we see you hanging out with this person. And they're like, yeah, like one time. And we're like, okay, but we think they'd be great for the show. Okay, well, let me right. pretend to be their friend. I don't want that. Right. Exactly. Give us a real, give us someone who has real history with these people or nothing. Uh -huh. And honestly, the a small cast on Atlanta, fine. If you don't want to give it to us, fine. If it's about money, fine. Because a strong Atlanta cast is unlike any other cast. Exactly. Agreed.
Make them one do other... so many dance rehearsals because I love when they dance. <laughs> I love it. I um one of the other names that we've heard like it's being thrown out there that might actually uh be a part of the show. We don't know if it's in a friend of capacity like Manetta was or if it's actually you know a full time. But we've heard Ming Lee. A lot of y'all that are on uh Instagram, y'all y'all know Ming Lee. Ming Lee, her and Portia are super good friends. She's the person behind uh Snob. No, I said Snob Life on your Snob. Yeah, Snob Life. That's right, Snob Life, which is like hair and glam like all that kind of stuff so uh, the girls in Atlanta know Ming Lee she's got a big following on social media uh everyone likes her she's always with other celebrities and stuff like that so it might be a good look for the show I could see people were saying Tamar but I think the Braxtons are now confirmed to be coming back to We TV so I think that kind of closes that door for her so that would be those- so amazing though right Name, I know. I, I think that's the only like other like realistic like names that I've heard out there. Everyone else, I don't really know much about. I don't, I don't, when I say no much about, I don't put too much behind that that I actually think they're gonna come back. So, do you think Ming Lee would be expensive? Like, do you think she would be asking no, for a lot of money? No, I don't think so because she hadn't really done anything like reality TV related before. So I could see right. I could see her like coming in like they'd have to pay her more than I in- like. You can't like then your like, then your uh, entry level. Yeah, yeah. like she's not you can't give her seven hundred fifty dollars for the season. Like no, she that that ain't worth it for her. So I I think it'll be more than that, but nothing to break the bank. I mean, okay, they candy money they can do a lot. Ooh, with that. that candy money they can do a lot with. Yeah, they can do a lot. They with can that, do so. a lot. She kind of did them a big favor, honestly. Yeah. By not Truly. coming back, I was like, "Oh, that was kind of nice of her, <laughs> right?" <laughs> so there we go. So I would, I would love to see it. I'm, I'm very, very, very hopeful mm-hmm. about what the show is going to be. I'm just kind of ready now at this point to actually get the official announcement, like what the Me cast too. looks like. Hurry it up, right? And Andy, last thing I'll say about this, Andy, um, he did did a whole thing on radio, Andy, about uh. You know, Candy leaving. He did a whole like kind of tribute to her. Like, it was like ten minutes long too. Like a I whole know, like it thing. Was right? long. It, it was. was. It was so nice. But they, uh, because you know, he said that he was like kind of taken aback when she said she wasn't coming back. Like he didn't know what to do. He was like, whoa. He jumped on the phone with her and everything. But one of the other things was he talked about how like the casting process is going right now and he said it is so hopeful because there he said they have talked to so many good people and like the decisions that they've made so far are all good so i'm i know he exaggerates a lot but i'm 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 feeling good about this i'm i'm hopeful about what's coming in atlanta because i think even if we got Portia back is a big win, number it's one, win, yeah. because Favorite. that's the comedy that we need. Portia is mm-hmm. the funniest. That's going to be the comedy we need. Plus, she's not afraid to get into it with anybody. Couple that with Phaedra being on there, too. I can see it. I, I can, can see it. it. Mm-hmm. That's the that's what we need. We did need a re- we did need a, a return of veterans. Yes. Uh, but it, and that's the thing about reality TV. Mm-hmm. It's not scripted. Right. It's it's meant to be reality TV. So mm-hmm. you'll never recreate anything. Like there's no, there's no like let's like when someone's like, I want us to get back to what it was before, it'll never happen. It just it never won't. ever happens. Yeah. But enough time has gone by and they've done enough in their lives outside of this that when they come back, they're bringing a different energy, but the same type of person that like personality at the end of the day is still in there. So that's mm-hmm. that's why when they when people demand to bring back veterans that it can get back to what it used to be. I'm like, it just never will. They're different people. It's Shant. Shant B, I apologize. I'm you sorry. know, like 
like Vicky Gunvalson is forever destroyed after she, that man said he had cancer. Right. Like, girl, you know, she's she 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 became a different person after that. Uh-huh. So oh, people are like, let's get her back. I'm like, it's not the same. So it's never <laughs> going to be the exact same thing. This is just like the Atlanta, but like stepped up. It feels like to me. Yes. You know, because Phaedra, Phaedra, Phaedra going on other shows is a, is great because Phaedra, like we got a taste of her again. And so mm-hmm. she's kind of been renewed a bit. And then Portia's just been living her rich life this whole time. So she's got a right. lot of attitude. Yeah. And that's what I, that's one thing that Atlanta definitely has been missing. They need. So I think if they do like go the route of uh, if Ming Lee isn't in the mix, I'd love to see her as a friend of because her mm-hmm. and Portia are really close. But like if they do add two new ones, they I, I kind of want them to come with like super big bank accounts like genuine yeah, like housewives that have nothing to lose but like their yeah, husbands are give just it like to me. money 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 yes like, i want that money oh yeah, i want that tacky what? money you know how many like this is gonna be so bad so, but you know how many like mega churches there are in atlanta That's i'd right. love to see a pastor's wife Ooh. come on there and oh because i oh we gonna, yeah we go it's a lot of names down there Kendrick, I'd love to see that it. would be great mm. Because I think that all the pastors' wives... a great idea. All them pastors' wives, they, they in their real life, think they're holier than now. They're a lot more Mary Cosby than they realize that they are. So that'll be good to see, shine a light on that on reality ooh, TV. Ooh, That's what I want to see. Ooh. <laughs> Did that do it for you? Oh, I just got chills. That's so exciting. Let's do do that. Do that. Because uh-huh. that is just so fascinating. Right. I'm do always... it. Oh, because you know that... Wherever there's somebody weird, it's weird. Whenever there's somebody in a church, there's yes. somebody else to yes. come across and say, she took my money. Uh, uh-huh. They didn't help me. Uh-huh. They did this always. Give it to so, me. Oh my God. I just got so excited. Woo. It's kind of, it's kind of reminding me of like what Salt Lake city has, you know, with all the weird religion yes. stuff that just like, it's always in the background. Like add that to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? There are so, ooh, and then we might, we might get some, uh, Jamal Bryant tea down there. I was just going to say, <laughs> I was going to say it. Ooh. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Oh, that'd be so good. Give it mm-hmm. to me. Oh, that Love was that. good. You you are good at casting. Oh, you're okay. very good at casting. If y'all don't, if y'all go listen, mm-hmm. I'm going to link out to it, but go listen to Emily's mm-hmm. uh, newest episode. You know, we did a live. Of course, if y'all don't join, join the lives because the chats they're are the always fun. so fun. I think they I'm going to switch them to Sunday mornings. I think they're I like good. It. I think I a like Sunday morning is a good time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, come come join them but she also posts them on her main like podcast feed mm-hmm. she's speaking with emily hanks mm-hmm. so go join like go listen to the episode we did a whole casting of season three of the traders because if you don't know it has been renewed they are like, they're gonna renew it, like, that they better renew that every god day i swear exactly they could that would have been that would have been one of the things like you know how sometimes a show comes out and they're like we've renewed it for three more seasons you're like Really? <laughs> like yeah, exa- no, this mm-hmm. is one you can renew it until infinity. Exactly. Like we'll keep watching. And Alan Cummings, Alan correctly. Cummings is like, who would have thought this is where my career would go? Right. They got we we casted the hell out of that season three. So y'all go listen to that episode. We talked about a lot of names, including some Natty Candy's not on Atlanta anymore. Ooh. She a quick little three weeks, take her over there, make her a traitor. That'd be make her a traitor. TV. Oh my god, I can't even believe I didn't think of that. She would be such a good she is no joke. One of my favorite mm-hmm. candy moments. It's I think it's from the her first season. Uh, they 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 go to some like NASCAR type of thing and they let yeah. them race the cars and Candy gets so pissed because she didn't <laughs> she got confused 
And she's, she's so mad. racing with Sheree. But this is when they would do those inner, they would do their confessionals on the side, like just on the side of the scene. Like yes. they just pull them aside. And so she is actively pissed off and angry. And then it just oh ends up going, and she would erase me again. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. Like watching that nowadays, those like I old love those things. To the side confessionals. I wish so they would good. do that again. I wish they would yes. because you get such better reactions from them. I have the time now when I watch confessionals in my, I get in my head, like, when did they film this? How did they access this emotion so many months later? Or exactly. like, by the time they're filming this, this relationship is over yet. They're going and talking about it. Like it happened. I just, I just so weirds me out because it you is. know that they film them later. Just, trips me the hell out they make them like talk it, like it's happening now right and it ruins stuff like um like competition reality tv because like big brother is so like notorious for it where like we'll be watching a competition and we're seeing them do their commentary like after the fact so you know somebody's like clearly like pissed off that they didn't yes. win, but they're in the thing like you know, well, all I got to do is make this one shot and I'm I, the winner. And it's like, Kendrick, okay, clearly you didn't win then. So I don't need to finish watching this. I'm so glad we have brought this up. Okay, actually. <laughs> because something that drives me crazy with competition shows is the mm -hmm. overuse of interview bites. Yes. MTV is one of the worst offenders of this. Mm -hmm. MTV will not just like let you watch the action. They always have to splice in an interview bite of someone telling you what's happening. I'm like, I'm watching it. I don't right. need you to tell me what I'm watching. But so it's always dumb. like cheesy. It's always like a super, we thought we would go over here, but next time we're going to do, I'm like, stop, stop, right. stop splicing these in. It's horrendous. They're awful. Like oh, watching so Jersey Shore is one of the worst ones. I know it's not a competition show, but they're because <laughs> they are like, they're like skilled at this point in their mm -hmm. little interview bites. Like Mike, the situation. Oh my God. The way they cut to his. I'm like, just shut up. But on these competition shows, they make them do these interview bites. It's like, tell us, you can only imagine the prompt. Tell us what you were feeling right before you made that shot. Right. Like they have to say, if I make this shot, then I win. I'm like, why don't you that? I know. Right. I see the score. I can count. Thank you. And stop making these poor people take you through their obvious thought process. We already fucking know. Like, I'm just taking in everything. If I don't do this, I'm like, we already know. Right. Stop uh. using them. I hate, I absolutely like it's part of like, I need to talk to production. Who do I get on the line? Because you guys, mm -hmm. we're watching it with our eyes. Right. Okay. I see what they're fucking doing. Okay. I don't need you to splice in this person telling me what I already know. I hate it so like much. Like you said, it gives away the outcome. Right. They can't I hate get it so back much. into that reality because they're like, I lost. So I can tell <laughs> by the way they talk about it that they lost. It's so stupid. Stop using them. I hate get it. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. I hate Ugh. it. So annoying. Well, speaking of competition reality show. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, go to the traders right now. Right. Traders, episode seven. Mm. Oh my God. Such a good episode. Obviously, the last episode, our big cliffhanger was Peter coming out of the room, seeing the envelope, thinking he had been murdered. He had an invitation from Parvati and Phaedra inviting him to become a traitor. We find out this episode, he declined the invitation. Was this dumb as fuck? Or do you think it was actually he kept saying, you know, like, I'm a traitor to the, I'm a, a faithful to the end. I'm not turning my back on them. Was it noble or was it dumb? It was stupid. 
Thank it was stupid you. For, it was stupid for I thought it was dumb of them to even offer it. Like Phaedra wouldn't have done that. She let Parvati right. go ahead and do her dumb thing. But Parvati mm. was like, I Parvati is so convinced she can turn Peter. I think that is funny the way Parvati's like, I'll get Peter. It's like she, he's like, I you can't. No, no. You can't. So I thought that was stupid of them or Parvati. I'm not gonna blame Phaedra. I thought it was yeah. dumb of Parvati to even offer it to Peter mm -hmm. because he do you know how hard it is to if you've been the faithful and then to know you're a traitor like that's not easy to pull off right that's a hard, right. that's a hard acting job man so like that uh -huh. you're putting too, you're putting way too much faith that he could pull it off honestly big switch exactly big, yeah so i thought that was dumb of him but then i thought he was for sure going to take it because he would realize like i don't really have a choice here like if i that's don't what take i thought it, but I thought that the choice to even offer it to him threw off everything anyway. I thought that it was just a clunky move. It was, I figured, I actually figured he was going to reject it. Deep down, I was like, I can't imagine him being able to switch and walk into breakfast like, oh, hey, let's get those traitors when I'm a traitor. Right. I just couldn't imagine him doing that, you know? I was hoping, I was hoping and praying he would have accepted it because I mm -hmm. thought that would have been such a fun turn for the game because yeah, I'm like, but... it's so, just like Parvati said, it would have been so fun to watch him like single-handedly have to go each, like each episode and watch him murder all these people that he's like, because he's so like self-right he i don't know when it happened uh, like he, he's so self-righteous now honestly this Ugh. guy you were doing just fine but now he because he got they got dan out and he's like now i am the one everyone will listen to but yet you're alienating all these people exactly exactly his little stupid smug ass face the way he like Ugh. smiled when they were kicking everyone out of the of the room they were talking in like well, with i was MJ. just gonna bring it up right oh, it started off with fake Start off with Phaedra. So, Start off with Phaedra. Yes. Peter and his like constant like pulling his group. One, that's, that's the problem. Right. Because now he's made it clear like, okay, we're the brains exactly. behind this. Y'all are just the floaters on the show. We'll tell you what to do. So uh -huh. now he's positioned himself higher than everybody else. But now like it's becoming even dumber because people are just like coming around trying to interact with them and he won't even let them. He's like, yeah. oh, can you mind? Give us a little second. You'll be back. And then he has that like smug look on his that face smug, when he's, he's doing like, it. He's like, sorry, yeah, I'll let you back right. Get here. Oh, you you lost me, sir. You lost me. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. The Phaedra one was already bad because, you know, everyone likes Phaedra, so they're going to listen to her when she says Peter's being a dick. But when MJ goes over there and tries to get in the conversation, and she's like, wait, I, you I've, know, I... I feel like I, I should be a part of this. <laughs> I could not tell. That's what I love about MJ. She is yes. one of the most sincere people. Like when she's, even when she's ridiculous. Yes. So the way she like was holding her pants and she's like, wait, <laughs> I don't want to be left out. And then right. it's like backing up slowly. Like, no, I'm going to, no, I don't want to, no. <laughs> oh my God. I love her. I love MJ. She did such a good job, but it was that actually, cause I've rewatched that scene over and over. Cause I was going to try mm -hmm. to make content, but I keep forgetting. I literally keep forgetting. <laughs> I start to make it. Then I get distracted. I'm not even joking. Right. So when she walks in, Bergie and Kevin are like, give us a second. You're going to love this plan. And Peter goes, shh, shh, shh. Right. He smiles. Oh, that's the look I'm talking about. I hate it so much. Here, I think I, I think I have the screenshot of his stupid face. Let me show That's look at that dumbass face. That's it. Stupid. That's the face. Ugh. Oh. He was He's doing so, so well, but you know what? It's like he is treating it like the bachelor now. Right. He's like, He's I'm the nucleus. Favorites. 
this is everyone's gonna come to me and i'm like this is and that's why we get phaedra's in i think the trailer for the for the season uh, she says i this is not the bachelor and i don't need to kiss and i don't have to kiss your rose. ass for a rose baby yes i have that written down we're gonna talk about that moment because mm. i've been we we'll talk about that that's that goes back to another common uh competition trope that we're gonna have to discuss later on because okay that makes me mad too Mm -hmm. uh yeah peter's been putting a lot of people off because he's become so smug ever since particularly he got dan out i we all liked him at first basically what me and emily are saying but now we're all kind of actively rooting against him it seems like social media has completely turned their back against him so Uh love love that um sandra she shows us why she won Survivor twice. I love this plan. She uses these like red pool balls to strategize. And I don't know if you're familiar with it, but you know what this reminded me of this entire scene? It reminded me when Tiffany on Big Brother formed the cookout. And I don't know if you are familiar with the cookout, but that was like how they ensured that Big Brother after what 23 seasons got their first black winner. Ah, uh, the like, cookout. Okay. I do, I do know of the cookout. Yes. And so she like brilliantly strategized. She's like, okay, there's six of us. There's six other people in this house. Each one of us needs to couple up with a different person. They're like, we're going to put like our whole trust in. We're going to make them trust us no matter what. And then when it's time to nominate someone or whatever, we're going to always make sure that we're the ones, you know, that are together on the block so that we know we have the votes to keep our person. We'll get rid of them each time. That whole strategy, her and Sandra like tit for tat with this because Sandra's like, look, this is a numbers game. I know y'all want to be getting out the traders or whatever, but like we need to think about this like our survival, our survival too. So she puts the red balls there. We have seven people currently. They have five. As long as we make sure someone goes home tonight on their side at the banishment ceremony, we're good. All of them are on board. They're ready to get Peter out of there. Little did they know. Alan Cummins had a little plan for them. So, oh, he did. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I wish it hadn't happened. Well, I'll, I'll ask you that later. But I was going to ask how you feel about that. But, um, the challenge that they had tickled me to know. Oh, my end. God. I've never laughed. So- <laughs> I have rewatched. Wait, can I play it? Can I play the scene? Yes. The mo- okay. So, when they tried CT. Go and they, he about from the the beats of it are so funny. He grabs that scroll. Yes. Up he goes. Phaedra screams. He goes, I think it was the moon. Yeah. And then Phaedra turns around and goes, I think it was the moon. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then she just walks out off. of it. Hold on. I know I have it somewhere. <laughs> Hold on. I have like, I'm not kidding. I have laughed at it, like cry laughing. Over it's and so over funny. again. Is this it? Hold on. I forgot that I was in the process of making um, CT and Phaedra are in love common content. Yes. So I've got everyone's get... favorite content right now. Like I literally. They're so good. Yes. It's what we good. all want. Do I have to stop back there? No, I got, she I just got stands a... there. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> I think it was the moon. <laughs> Whoops. I think it was the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the moon. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she just waddles off. <laughs> oh boy. Phaedra. Oh my God. Meant for oh. TV. Oh meant my for God. TV. I, I love it. <laughs> the Let way me... she screams. <laughs> <laughs> the screaming is about this whole challenge is what like killed me oh every time. Oh God. Uh, I mean, I it's love no that. joke. Like, that's scary to get pulled up into a fucking net. Right. 
Couldn't be me. Oh know. my God. That is so scary. I love that Phaedra and TG, CT like coupled up. It was just like unspoken and understood. They're like, mm-hmm, we're together. We're picking up the smallest amount of money and yeah. we're uh-huh. going to go together. So uh, in the challenge, they have to like go around and pick up scrolls, but they have to answer questions that are going to lead them either to the correct scroll or the incorrect scroll. So either they need to get snatched up into the tree heavens or whatever, or they get led to the or in the question. mud pit or go in the mud. Peter, yeah, Peter got the worst one. I'm like ah! Peter. W- Peter wishes he got that hammock. Sorry, sorry, Peter. <laughs> um, if both people on the team get snatched, then you're out of there. You lose that money. You don't get deposited. I smiled with such glee when Peter was the first one out and it all fell on Trishel's shoulders because she had just done this whole speech. Well, of course, me and Peter are going to take the most money. We're the biggest competitors here. Uh-huh. We're the ones that did, and, da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden, neither one of you can make it to the end. So that uh, you're a chop, Trishel. Sorry. Bye, Trishel. Bye. Most of the teams get past the first challenge, except Peter and Bergie who for some reason is coupled up with Sheree. <laughs> I didn't understand that pairing, but okay. It was like whoever was next to each other standing there. Right. Uh, the second question is about the banishment table, like what it looks like. And I literally just see, this is where, uh, like usually I have such good attention to detail. I never paid attention to that before. Ever. So I didn't know if it was a crescent moon, if it was a sun or whatever it was, but I, I literally- that, I would have guessed the sun too. Me if too. I was guessing, I would have guessed the sun. Mm-hmm. That's, what I so, that's what I would have. That's what I would have gone with, and most people did. Yeah, that literally eliminated like almost everyone. Almost everybody. Yeah. Uh, can I just say that every time someone got snatched up in those trees, I literally screamed because the screaming that they were doing each individually was what was so funny to me. Everyone screamed, and everyone was it was such a different scream that. I, it made me wonder, do you think they agreed to this ahead of time? Or do you think this was a complete shock to them? See, this is exactly what I wonder. Because this isn't mm-hmm. like when you go on like the challenge, for example, or Big Brother or Survivor mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. you're very aware that these crazy physical things are going to occur. Right. That's where with the traders, you've got like Sheree, Phaedra, Housewives, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. that is no joke to get like pulled up into this. But I guess if you watch the first season, you saw like Kate's a great example of think she's uh-huh. like, I thought we were going to be in a castle lounging. I did right. not think we were going to be jumping into rivers and lakes and swimming and cold and all of this stuff. So right. um, they had to have let them know they had to have signed waivers. They had to have done all of this shit. Ahead Something. Something. They had to have, cause you can't surprise them with that. I see. Not my Sheree. Sheree will sue people. Exactly. My whole thought process was like, okay, they probably told them that like y'all are gonna be doing some really physical stuff. But I think that had they told Phaedra or Sheree ahead of time, like, yeah, you're gonna get snatched up in some trees and a net and all this kind of stuff. I think that's why Phaedra had that reaction, like, uh, you can let me down now. <laughs> Cause I can't imagine they knew that part like particular detail. Cause I had you told Sheree or Phaedra, can you yeah, imagine? you might get dipped in the mud, like a, a mud and your clothes that you have on, those expensive clothes, or you might get snatched up in a tree. It's like, um, I don't know about that. I was I so scared <laughs> when Phaedra when Phaedra got it, I was like, oh no. Right. He's gonna lose it. Uh it comes down to Sandra and Kevin. And down to Parvati and Parliament John. I always call him Parliament John. Parliament John, I like that. <laughs> um, of the possible twenty five thousand, they bank eight. 
Yeah. <laughs> so most teams failed. Yeah. But Sandra and Kevin, the most important thing we need to know is that they end up getting the shields because they were the fastest. When they go back to the house, Peter's like spiraling and we don't know what we don't know if this is like a part of his plan or if he's yeah. spiraling or what, what in the hell was this? It's weird. He like takes poverty and Phaedra into like a Why? like behind a bookcase somewhere. Like it's it's really some random room that they've like now found. But then he, he says he wants go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, go ahead. He says he, like, he wants to work with them. So weird. So like is he For suspecting what? Phaedra too now or what? That's what I was wondering. That's what I got confused by because I know that Trishel said that's why Dan said Phaedra. She's gotta mm-hmm. be a traitor. Um and so I know that put it in his Which, head. even though I hate her, that was really smart of her to pick oh, up yeah. on. So I got to give oh, her credit for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except then she ruins it because Parvati is so clearly a traitor. Like, there's, if right. you guys don't realize Parvati's a fucking traitor, you're idiots. She's doing mm-hmm. the worst job of covering for herself. Where she is. She like really she's, is. When she comes for Peter, she's practically saying she's a traitor. She's like, right. wow, Peter, you're a real bloodhound. He's like, well, yeah, I want to win. She's like, yeah, me too. I want to win too. Get those traitors out. Am I right, guys? And they're like, right. Mm, okay. Like, uh. So I, but so when Trishel says that she's on to Phaedra, she's like, it's not Parvati, it's Phaedra. I'm like, idiot. No. Oh, so dumb. she she gets only half a point because she yeah, gets that, we'll, but then she we'll very, very deliberately says, it's not Parvati, guys. Right. No, it Ugh. is. It's Parvati. Oh, you idiot. So she only gets a little point or two. But yeah. why does, because Peter finds out from, I can't remember who, but he finds out that he his name is being, oh, CT, his name's being thrown out there. Mm-hmm. And he's then he just immediately spirals and pulls in Parvati. And Fader almost felt like it was an accident. Felt like Fader just happened to be there. And he's like, right. yeah, you too. You can come too. And she's like, no, 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 no. But then he <laughs> says, let's, maybe we can work together. No, so in my, my, the only thing that makes sense to me, I'm thinking like, OK, well, does he think that not even that they're like both necessarily traitor? He knows Parvati is mm-hmm. but like, does he think, OK, since Trishel thinks Phaedra's a traitor and I know Parvati's one, maybe they're the ones that are throwing my name out there, not realizing that Sandra had already oh. like pulled people and said, OK, we, it's okay, that I can we see. need to. Yeah, we need to go after that one person. And he's the one that's leading the group. So it won't be Peter's pals without Peter. And then they'll all turn on each other. So I think he's thinking more into it. Like, OK, it's me versus the traitors right now. And I'm the only person that's playing this game. They're after me because okay, I can see that big headed. So that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Otherwise, this conversation makes no sense. It was so confusing. It was like a panic move. It was so weird. Phaedra and, and that Phaedra, trench coat and Phaedra now. said bye bye. <laughs> she just kept going. Mm, I don't. Mm, mm, mm. Right. See, that's why I love it because I feel like she's so good at like deflecting the fact that she's a traitor because I feel like a traitor would have like listened to that and like would have actually like been open to it. But she's so like, uh, uh-uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an innocent. I don't want to be a part of this. I'm. She's so like. She she knows when to play up the Southern Belle of it all. Oh, and yes, I, she I love that about her. Yes. Yes. That's so, why so she's good. the d- most dangerous of all. Yes. Because you uh, genuinely don't see her coming. Literally. Oh, I love it. I'm I'm so like, kind of stop for a moment. Who are you like, who your top two right now that you're rooting for that you'll be happy to either one of them wins? Uh, Phaedra mm-hmm. and MJ. I think I'm with you. I, I really want because I think that um I told someone we'll we'll talk about it a little later, but I told someone I genuinely think that like the top two might end up being Phaedra and Sheree. Phaedra <laughs> because she's playing a cunning game. Sheree just because 
I don't know if anyone is ever going to write her name down on a board because they don't they probably keep forgetting she's there. <laughs> That's why I cracked up when she got the shield last week and she was so right. excited. I'm like, Sheree, no one's writing your name down, honey. Exactly. No one's murdering you. No, no like one's you're, murdering. You're the, safe. The traitors are like whoever the traitors are. No one's like Sheree's the biggest threat. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, we Sheree's keep, We keep Sheree because she doesn't know what's going on. Totally. <laughs> I love how mad my favorite is how mad Sheree gets after when they when they kept banishing faithfuls and she'd be like, I am pissed off. Right. That she votes for every time. You voted too. (laughs) God. You could have spoke up, Sheree. You guys are killing me. I loved after like she voted for John just so yep. randomly that one time, and then yes. everyone else she's like, "Well, why'd you cast that vote?" It's like, "Why did you cast that vote?" Like, Charade, <laughs> it's so Charade. God, I, I, so I kind of love watching. I it. do too. <laughs> so she's so stupid. Before I uh, break it down, this next part, we found out there's no round table. How do you feel about this? Because I feel like that's See, kind of the I crux wonder. Of the I wonder um, how much of it was planned ahead of time. Mm. Or how much of it, like, because, you know, production's listening in, they're trying to hear the conversations, mm-hmm. and I'm sure they plan to make a change, because they always do. On every competition show, there's, like, a change-up that yeah. happens at some point. Um, but I wonder if how much of it was, like, strategized kind of on the spot yeah, and changed up, because it, it felt a little haphazard. Now, I don't know if that was just because it was different, but it felt like... It almost felt like they were listening into these conversations and seeing where it was going. They're like, maybe now we introduce the whole whatever thing. But that's yeah. I, but I, that's also probably like way too impossible. Like if you are planning shots and scenes and locations and stuff, planning I don't know. to play with fire in the woods, you might need yeah. to plan. They probably ahead of time. had they probably had that planned out. Yeah. Um. I go back and forth. I agree with you. I don't like they always mix it up. They always have to change it up. Mm-hmm. They uh, So I it's it's a trope that all competition shows have, because right when people think they've got the game down, they have to mix it up so that they can't all figure out the strategy. Right. It's yeah, I get, I get why they do it. Um, what they did, though, was just such I thought it was just a weird the, the whole thing was just kind of weird. Like you end up with only five people to murder. So was the point of this to show us just to create conflict among people that probably were friends or something? I think so. Cause like now Trishel is looking at her whole alliance. Like, well, damn, why, why am I so expendable? Like you, Kevin, because they gave it to Sheree. So it's like, why not someone on our side? Like that's a red flag. And then John for giving it to, um, Peter. Peter. So it's like, well, damn, like, where do I, where do I place if it's because that's, that's always the thing on Big Brother. It's always like, okay, I'm in mm-hmm. this alliance that's going to make it to the top four. The question is, where do I rank in that top four? Because making it mm-hmm. the top four is nice, but if all three of these people are going to vote me out next week, that means nothing to me. So people have to like change. It, it kind of feels like, yeah, like you said, like a kind of a reality thing that they do just to like bring up a little bit of which drama, bring up a little drama. Yes. Well, and then Trishel. Well, okay. I, I'm sure you're going to, you're going to get, I'll let you describe what the whole thing is. That's what you're going to do next. Right. The oh, fire yes. ceremony. But you reminded me of a question I have for you actually, uh, before we get into that part of it, you brought up Kate Chastain. Do we know if, um, if she was originally like supposed to come in as a surprise or was she Deontay's replacement? Cause I got to imagine them oh. being down a number of things. Like they, the they teased Dr. Will. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what, where's he, oh, he can't, I, he better, he can't, he can't, you can't come in and play a game this far 
into it. Right. That's like, just not no. fair. Right. Yeah. Did You'd be a good lot, traitor. But, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to see him with Janelle. Yes. That was kind of the whole, that was the draw for mm-hmm. me with him. I was like, oh my God, him and Janelle. But like mm-hmm. now she's gone anyway. So that's not as exciting. Um, I don't, I don't know. I was shocked that Kate came back. Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I actually do think it was planned to be a surprise because she was such a a funny player the first time. Like, you know, who goes on a show and actively hates being on it so much, but then they just (laughs) don't vote you out because you're such a perfect shield. Yes. And I thought like, it, it she kind of irritated me after a while on her mm-hmm. first season because I was like, okay, we get it. But like in hindsight, that was really funny that all she wanted was to get murdered, but they wouldn't murder her. So she kept showing up <laughs> breakfast after breakfast, like, yep, <laughs> still here. And they were doing the grossest challenges. They had to like stick their Ooh. hands in boxes with bugs and have bugs dropping on them and shit. Like it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, so I could, I could, I could see why they would make her like a surprise person, um, because she was going to play that role. Like no one would see her coming back. So I could see that, but I completely forgot about Deontay just leaving. No, no send off, no goodbye. He just was like, I'm out. You guys are like, people kept saying, did you hear it? Like people kept saying, uh, Alan acknowledged it in the episode. And I watched the episode like four times. I'm like, where did they say this? I could, I heard, I heard they showed a picture of him, uh, and it said uh, after today's events, he is no longer in the show. Or so. it was very quick. See, I missed it every time because I'm like, what? What? what it are literally, y'all it's I so feel like fast. I have a different peacock than everybody else. I'm like, what are they playing on my peacock? It is so they're... fast, though, Kendrick. That's why it's like it's it's in like a transition. It's in like a transition thing where like they're like now breakfast, Deontay. Uh, after yesterday's events is no longer in the competition. That's it. It was just, it wasn't like well, you're expecting it to be somewhat of a moment. It's not like that at all. It's in oh. passing. It's in transition. Yeah. Well, damn. I missed and all I think that. That's, I hate it. I, it's truly just because his mental health couldn't handle it. He's like, I, I don't know what yeah, the he, fuck I signed up for it, but I can't do this. He spoke out and said like, it was something like triggering to his childhood or something like that. Like the events of his childhood. So I get it. Like, yeah. Like when, he, when, when Peppermint and then when uh, the other, what was the other guy's name? Oh, Max. From Max. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. It, it ruined him. Destroyed yeah. him. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. Was, was so upset. And he Phaedra. 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 Hold, Phaedra hold his hand. Right. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> oh God. Instead of the banishment ceremony, we get like a survivor style ceremony in the woods with tiki totally torches. Totally, it's what that is. Wow, tiki torches during Black History Month, child. Anyway, right? uh, we find <laughs> we find out that the traitors will murder someone tonight, but no one will be banished. Five players will be left at the mercy of the traitors, and only one will get murdered. But to get there, Kevin and Sandra, who have the shields, they got to pick like who they want to protect first. They picked Sheree. What did you think about this? Was this a good pick, like a safe pick for them? Or <laughs> Such a, I, I did not know. I didn't understand why. I think it was purely a safety thing. Yeah. I you think know, they it, both it didn't know, make a statement. Right. They're both on different sides of the house, but I think they're like, who is the most neutral person in here that we can pick that won't disrupt either side? Yeah. And I think that that's probably that, that probably was the safest bet either her or kate i feel because kate yeah, like doesn't like really have a side really, so. exactly exactly yeah. so it makes no sense one's saving kate no one's saving kate no <laughs> 
we get this like beautiful bravo nostalgia moment between Sheree and Phaedra because Sheree lights Phaedra's torch and save her and Phaedra cries and she gets emotional. But can I be messy for just one second? <laughs> can we throw it back to early Real Housewives of Atlanta days? When Phaedra and Sheree argue because Phaedra wasn't prepared to defend Sheree in court against Bob Whitfield and he stuck his tongue out and then they argued about it at the season four reunion. Sheree, what is the status of your case today? Uh, it's still in the same place. Exactly. It's still in the same place as when I had it. So I just, this moment cracked me up because of it. I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. But then I was like, wait a minute. Sheree said Phaedra's a badass lawyer. Like, what are we doing right now? Yeah, they have just so, forgotten all of all of that. Right. They So I guess they've come a long way. I love the moment. And okay. I, now I didn't see any tears, but like, did you think this was genuine from Phaedra or is she no. just such a great actress that she was like, oh, this is the perfect moment to it get was my Emmy. <laughs> I was like, I don't because we rarely have seen Phaedra cry. She does not right. really cry. And also she's not a crier, like a big crier when she does cry. It's like, right. it's always just like the tiniest it's little. It's like Teresa, her voice cracks so much. Like, ah, ah, and, it's, and it's just, there's not a lot of tears. So mm -hmm. um, I felt like it was a very opportunistic moment. It mm -hmm. was a good moment. But then I'm going to jump ahead because when it's Phaedra's turn to pick someone, Yes. Why the hell does Parvati think it's going to go to her? You're not friends, right. according to everyone else. Like, you, we know that you two don't hang out. If she were to have lit up Parvati's torch, it would have confused the hell out of everybody, and it would have put Literally a target everyone. on Phaedra's back. Mm -hmm. It would have been she, like, okay, so understand. they're definitely traitors together. I'm like, Parvati, what are you talking about? Oh, it's so She's weird. That was I. I was like, "What did I miss? Did I miss a, a scene where like right. they became buddies? No one knows you two are are cool or talk right. or anything. So what are you? Why would she light up your? She torch? barely likes you inside the traitors turret. Like, why do you think that she would? <laughs> so like from a gameplay, like perfidy. Think about it. So dumb. That was that confused the hell out of me. She's like, I just know Phaedra's gonna save me. Why? Right, and then. That's so wasted. Like, what do we mean? Like, I, I don't know. Why would That's she so say she doesn't know you? It's going to totally put a target on her. I, I just, I could not. I just confused the fuck out of me. Parvati, you're delusional. I'm sorry. Trishel, please oh for her life every single time that it came time to pick somebody. I'm sorry. It was cracking me the hell up. Because, like, literally, like, so unprovoked. She just, like. I'm going uh -huh. home, you guys. I'm getting murdered. Like, can can somebody please say they're like, what? Oh, I forgot you were here. Oh no, I'm not picking you. Sorry, because you know, of course, of course, Phaedra lights up the internet's forever husband, CT. They mm -hmm. light up his torch, mm -hmm. and part we talked about poverty feeling away about it. CT, however, he can't decide between John and Trishel, and he ends up picking John. This actually kind of cracked me the fuck up because. I legitimately like one John lives in an entirely different country and I don't think I've <laughs> ever seen those two speak on this show. <laughs> so that correct me up for some reason. I'm like, do you literally hate yourself this much? And I'm like, same CT. Same. Well, it's so funny because he clearly doesn't like her very much. And this is right. also like, it did show like, this is the side of um, CT too, that like is toxic. Like he can mm -hmm. be a fucking 
asshole. Mm-hmm. And he benefits from having a bit of a camaraderie with Trishel. But yes. later when she's like, it just felt like you didn't value me. Well, when when he's in his confessional, when he's talking about what he was going through, when he was thinking about whose torch to light up, mm-hmm. he clearly didn't value Trishel because he says, John is just too important to the faithfuls. And I'm like, so therefore, Trishel is just not that important. So exactly. you don't really honor her or respect her or any of that. Exactly. He picked yeah. John and Trishel, sorry for you. <laughs> sorry, boo. Oof. Yeah. Uh, Trishel, this is when like Trishel and John, like Peter, they both plead their case because now it's Peter's turn. He's holding the torch. And of course, he lights Peter's torch. How did I know he'd do that? This is where I have to rant a little bit. Because we still haven't seen the showdown between Phaedra and Peter Mm -hmm. that happens in the trailer at the banishment table. See, this is what I hate on some competition shows. Because you know how this show plays out before you put this trailer together. Like, this wasn't just like a little teaser trailer. It was a trailer for the season. You put that in there, knowing that we were going to get moments like this where, oh my God, is Peter going to be there? If he's not, he's going to get picked. Poverty's going to murder him. Oh my God, what's going to happen? But it's like, no, I didn't have that moment because I know I'm still waiting for Peter and Phaedra to have this big blowout at the banishment table, which I'm guessing will be next episode because we got like no type of preview or anything, so... I'm guessing it'll be next episode, but who knows? I know we got no preview. I hate when that happens. I know. God damn it. I, like, I live for those previews. That's what I cling for. Exactly. <laughs> Wait till the very end. I'm like, nothing. Right. Nothing. Uh be uh, yeah. Um, so this means that Trishel, Parvati, Bergie, MJ, and Kate Chastain are all up for murder tonight. MJ, Trishel, and Parvati all have like strong reactions when they go back. Oh, Kate don't give a damn. She just Kate's like, Child, like I'm just I here. figured like, no one was going to save me. Right. I'm actually Bergie surprised really Bergie didn't either. get saved. Me too. Right? I was surprised. I'm like, of all the people, but I guess that's just sort of the way it played out. I don't know. Aren't you glad I made you watch U.S. this season, Love Island U.S.? Now you know who Bergie is on uh, this yes. show. Yes, and I was so not excited for Bergie to even be there at all. I was like, and oh, he's I good, right? And he's just, he's so lovable and he's cute. delightful. Yeah, yes. he's delightful. Exactly. I love it. <laughs> he's delightful, young I love man. It. Love that for him. Um, I love the way MJ's so upset. This is where I love MJ. Like, yes, MJ reminds me I, one of my best friends I've had for literally like 20 years mm-hmm. is she it's so hard for me to ever take Heather seriously when she gets upset about something mm-hmm. because like she's just funny when she's upset like right. and that's sort of how MJ is to me so like when when Phaedra asked back at the castle like MJ are you doing okay she's like why would I be okay and she's talking <laughs> about why she's mad but like I would just be laughing because she's Cause so it funny so dramatic she's like yes. when everyone kept walking past me and they just yes. kept lighting other torches it's like, why yes, would I you be okay and five, uh, you, five of you total had this happen so it didn't just happen yes. to you but like I just I she's she really cracks me up right I love it uh yeah MJ had that whole entire speech about how disappointed she was <laughs> Trishel let it be known that she was disappointed in CT and Parvati was an ice queen that we all know her to mm-hmm. be. So it was all of that. Did you were did you think um that CT should have lit Trishel's torch? I honestly so my assumption was I didn't think that I thought that I thought Sandra had gotten the upper hand against Kevin. So I thought when she like, you know, said, Oh, you know, Sheree's neutral, that'll be a good person for us. I think she knew she was going to like like Phaedra or someone on their side. And I thought there was going to be a ripple effect the entire time just lighting that half of the house. 
And so CT was the one I was actually surprised at. Like, not that he didn't uh, like light up Chichelle's, but I didn't think he was going to light John's either. I thought it'd be someone like, because he was there for the whole conversation. I thought he'd light um, Kate or Mm. who else is there? Uh, Not Bergie, but yeah, I guess Kate is who I thought he would end up Mm -hmm. like lighting her thing, but, or MJ, I guess. But no, it's like, well, I'm going to light John. And you know that he was going to wind up picking Peter. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I don't know. mm -hmm, It it kind of feels like. That's a good point, actually. That's a good point. You knew John was going to most likely pick Peter because there's such a tight alliance. That's a good point. So maybe do we think that CT is kind of towing the line right now? He don't want to be fully on one side of the house. So he's very like, much. So that's very you know, much what CT is doing. Is that his See, MO? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It seems like that's sort of what he sees. Always a lone wolf. He does not. Uh, he, you never really know exactly what his strategy is. You think mm-hmm. you do, but he never fully commits to something. And it, sometimes it works for him in his favor. It can make him seem a little heartless at times, you know, cause mm-hmm. like that's people get very emotional about alliances and shit. Right. Duh, obviously it's, that's part of these shows, mm-hmm. but he never really shows his hand. He's very much in it for himself. And that it, when you said that it would have made sense if he had done Kate, I'm like, oh yeah, because he's been in the rooms with that with that uh-huh. click talking about their strategy. Didn't even put that together. So his choice for John, it just felt very CT. He's like, I don't yeah, know, okay. I'm just sort of looking back and looking at, at how things are. It's just very CT. Like he doesn't. Yeah. I don't even know if he fully has a plan. He just knows how to keep himself safe. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That you know. Makes sense. Yeah. I also, I have heard you've even described it again. I have heard Sandra's plan. Five different times. If I've watched the episode four <laughs> times, you explain it to me. I still have no fucking idea what she's talking about. So well, maybe CT didn't get it. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe CT was like, what? Because I didn't understand Peter's plan at first. I was like, what the fuck? What are y'all talking about? Like, I didn't. Yeah. What, some of them are, they're <laughs> overcomplicating it. Right. Like, it's, I, like Peter is way overcomplicating it. Like just fucking vote Parvati. That's all you guys got to say. Right. They, I, I, Sandra's plan to me is uh, simple because hers is just a simple numbers game. She's like, look, those five people, they won't include us in anything. Let's get their asses out. We got seven on this side. They got five. We got the bigger number. So we go get their asses out. But uh, she was doing all it, assuming that they had a banishment ceremony that night, but they oh, didn't. Yeah. That's where the wrench came That's in. That's where so. the wrench came in. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I'm sure they had it planned out ahead of time, but it was just very right. good timing. But I think that's usually that's why they do it, I guess, towards the middle of a of a of a show mm-hmm. like this because by that point people are like I've got it figured out and they're like right. oh no 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 you do not mm-hmm. that's why like, they do that this all kind of happened at the same time they didn't have a murder that day mm-hmm. because uh they had to entice mm-hmm. Peter dumb. Uh, dumb then they had that so yeah they, they, they seemed to be keeping them on their toes and I like that mm-hmm. uh before we get to the end with Phaedra and poverty mm-hmm. one thing that kind of that killed me <laughs> was when Trishel and CT finally had the conversation and she goes, CT, did you pick John because he's smarter than me? And CT started stuttering and avoiding it. He's like, uh, well, no, I, well, I, I did. Kendrick, I'm, I'm like, telling you, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I did. Right. Because she goes, it's because I just thought maybe you don't value me enough. He's like, no, no, I, I, I value you. Right. <laughs> 
so it's unconvincing. Like, um, right. So she goes, well, it doesn't seem like it. He's like, well, I also liked in that moment, CT went to come in to talk to them, but he realized they were all talking. He realized Rochelle was in there and he's like, ah, I'll be right back. Right. But I love the Bravo girlies are like, no, no, CT, she wants to talk to you. You need to talk mm-hmm. to her. I'm like, see, this is why we need the Bravo peeps on these shows. It shows just how different like mm-hmm. reality the, shows exactly. can be across the networks because they literally, they're like, no, on our shows, we have to talk about this shit. So exactly. We don't play probably- this politics game right it probably wasn't even like a uh like a let's uh-huh. care about their feelings thing it was literally like we've been doing it so long this is what we would do on our show like come 100%. talk to her percent let's yeah, get the like, scene baby let's i get loved it scene. mj goes no 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 ct she wanted you to talk to her she didn't want to have to come to you and then they're like that's right and then they just let them talk i was like mm-hmm. okay this is why we need all of these diversity on this show yes everybody oh, so it's, it's the perfect amalgamation of like different yes. reality tv personalities characters shows yes. Yes. They all film these shows so differently. So their experience yes. is it's good. It's just Yeah, so and good. I think that that's actually what's getting the survivor people in a little bit of trouble is that they're so secretive mm-hmm. and they come up with these like big old big old plans. But at the end of the day, it's like reading people. Yep. You know, I mean, it's- doing the math on that. It's the reason why the big brother people are gone because the big brother uh, people, oh, I don't yes. know if you um one of the things that Dan said that I was like, oh, that's the perfect way to say it. He talked about his experience on, uh, I listen, I, I'm so like hooked on this season of the trailer. So like, I listen to the podcast, like all the kind of stuff when people oh, are talking about the podcast, right? Yeah. Normally I think it's like more gaming than anything, but like yes, he's been talking about the exactly. trailer. And one of the things he said was that, um, one of the things that, uh, like kind of threw me for this game was if I were to make a mistake on big brother, I would have an entire week to like remedy that mistake. He said this game is so quick that like it's, literally yep. the next day, if I haven't fixed that problem, I'm out of there. I'm out of the door. I'm like, that's so true. It got Janelle in hot totally. water and it got him. And they're so used to like filming a different kind of reality TV show where they have a whole week to like make a new alliance with someone, get someone back on their side, convince someone to be a trade against someone else. You got less than 24 hours to do that shit on here. So if you can't like come up with that shit quick, because if Dan had a week to do what he did against Phaedra. Like if he had a week instead exactly. of a day, it would have worked. Cause Dan is, he is so strategic with these games. He knows how to do it. It would have worked had he had more time, but you didn't. That's the thing. And you can't do that in a day and expect Phaedra not to rebut every single point, shade the shit out of you and make everybody at the table laugh. So now they think you're a joke as well. So Dan wrong battle, but the big brother people there. They might be in over their heads a little bit. I wonder you know, how I didn't understand exactly what he meant when he said the game moves so fast. And now yeah. that you just told me what that makes way more sense mm-hmm. because it's true. You've got a whole lot of time to change things up. And that happens all the time on Big Brother, where you're like, Oh, right. you're gonna be fucked, but then by the end of the week, they've done enough politicking that mm-hmm. they fixed it. So that's what he meant is that you literally make one mistake and you're fucked already. Literally, like Big Brother, they go for like I think a hundred days in their most so time. much, yeah. It's so lost. So, like literally, they say the game of the summer. It's literally the whole summer that they're in there. Where Traders, I think, was three weeks of filming. Yeah, it's so quick. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and it's crazy that there's still this many people in the house too. So it makes but you wonder what else is going on. You're you're right. The, okay, wait. I have a question. I don't. Okay. I only know what happens from last seat. So ha- is it a top three? I but think so. Did. You know, I I didn't watch last season because I didn't like the cast. I was like, I'm not watching this. So I'm going to go back now because I'm so obsessed with it and watch it. But I don't. So I have no idea. I don't know how Siri won, right? 
Oh yeah. About okay. And yes. she did amazing. Love, she was on Big Brother too. I love Siri. So I'm like, okay. Like she did <laughs> incredible on the trailer. Good. Like she played the most flawless <laughs> game. You'll when you watch that, you'll be like, okay, this is a map. But it's also like kind of boring. Okay. It, the first season is not great. Sometimes the road to yeah. Yeah, the first season's not great, but um, I ca- I just can't figure out like how many faithfuls can make it to the end. Can they all uh, make it to the end? I I think that you know if they get the traitor like if they get all the traitors out before I like I just I I can't I'm just trying to remember like what the rules are because if you get to the end with a bunch more people, mm-hmm. then you have to split it with more people. Is that the way it go? Like, is it um, right? Or do they keep enticing people to become traitors? I don't remember. I wonder. I don't know. This will be my first time seeing how it plays out. I don't out. remember. But that, see, that's why this season is so perfect because you wouldn't have had boring moments with this cast last season because everybody is so used to like making television that they were going to like that. It was such a quick moment. But that episode where we had Janelle versus Sandra at that table, Dan talked about that. He was like, he said, I literally feel like I was watching like my two titans of reality TV Mm -hmm. go head to head and I had a front row seat. He's like, I don't like drama like that, but I love seeing this moment because these are like two Mm -hmm. like superstars in this field, like going at it. And I was like, that's so true. Like two people like them, like arguing in front of you. That must be amazing. Janelle calling out that Sandra drank the water. She cast her vote. Like it was just, it's good. I like the, the, this is paranoia of it. Oh yeah. It's great casting. So good. But that's why uh, I feel bad saying it because like, I know like, I know real life people that like like Donnie from uh I'm the Cuban podcast would be amazing on trade. Amazing. But then I'm like, damn it, I want all celebrities too. So I'm like, I go back I know. and forth. I'm, me too, Kendrick. I go back <laughs> and forth every time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because I kind of just want some I want like you and Donnie on it. Right. <laughs> but I also remember because that was the down like the first season. That's what's kind of weird is there are some yeah. regulars and you're like, ah, this doesn't feel right. It just doesn't it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing my thought at least would be I'm guessing that this season was so ridiculously popular and like number one show on streaming and all this stuff. I can't see them going back to the old format. I don't think I don't think they will. It's okay. You have me to help y'all cast. So if y'all need me, I, I know. <laughs> or they do, or you do an all regular people traders. Split it US. off. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Do two, two different ones. And have them airing like at different times. So like give us this one at the yes. beginning of the year. Give us this yeah. one in the second half. So we always yeah. have us some traders to watch. Yes. Okay, yes. Okay. That's the plan. Here for that. Here for that. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We've spoken. There we go. That's um, right. At the end of the episode, we get the traders turn. <laughs> and the way Phaedra consistently <laughs> eats Parvati up every chance she gets. Cracks me up so damn bad. She tells her, stop acting like an ice princess and an iron maiden. And then she starts imitating the face that she makes all the time. That one was hilarious because they literally kept cutting from Phaedra's face that she was making back to Parvati's face. It was the exact same face. And the shit is so funny because I genuinely think Parvati doesn't realize like how she comes across. So I think she's really getting like kind of a an awakening being like, wait, am I not likable? And it's like, I, I don't think you are. <laughs> the way Phaedra tries to tell her kind of logically, like you're right. just, you're not, this isn't working out. And then, and then Parvati's like, Hmm. And then Phaedra just goes, I don't know. You're just going to have to be more lovable. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And Parvati goes, oh, okay, I guess, I guess I will. Mm-hmm, yeah. Find a way. I know it's hard for you. 
Right. Stopping yourself. Like that was, it was some like tension. It was. That was tense, that moment. Mm. They do not like each other. They do not like each other. It's great. I'm wondering because like Phaedra seems to me like she she has big picture stuff in her mind. But I'm wondering if there's going to be a moment where she like, takes a shot at poverty or, I gonna, like, or does she think like okay she's in enough hot water i think that at some point we can get all of peter's pals out of here and then i'll just let these other girls eat her up since they know she's a traitor too so she might i don't know she might play the smart game she might i don't know but i'm i'm anxious to see yeah God, i cannot wait to see who's gonna win this game i like, know i, I know i don't, like, want, I don't want spoilers i don't want right. it over but i also am like just dying i'm like oh, oh i God. can't wait to see how it plays out how many more so it's I don't know how many people are left in the game, but how many more episodes do you think we have? Like four, maybe? I don't know. I think I can figure that out. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. I found a little trick here. Go to IMDB. Oh, okay. There we go. Look up the traitors. Okay. Hold on. I'm coming. I'm coming. Here we go. Is this the first season, though? Okay. This is it. Okay. So let's see. Episodes. Episodes are down. Where are my episodes? Storyline episodes. Hold on. Hold on. It is next episode. Hold on. Let's see. Episode list. Okay. We are, what did we just have? Episode six? Episode seven, I think. Seven? We just had. Yes. No, we didn't. We had episode six. Oh, wait. No. Damn it. Is that <laughs> last season? That's season one, isn't it? Here's season two. Right? Yes. Okay. So that was season. Yes. That was season six. Mm-hmm. No, no. Wait, let me see. Trader... It was. It was. Yeah, you're right. It was. We had season seven. Okay. So we have, let's see. Oh my God. We only have 11 episodes total. Season one was 11 episodes. Dang. Okay. I was hoping we get more because they're like, let's stretch this shit out. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So we only have one, two, three, four, four episodes. I guess that's fine. Oh. I guess I'll accept that. Yeah, that's, that's fine. That's all right. Oh fine. dear. Ugh. I know. But I never they, wanted to end. They they start doing their little, you know, talking, and they try to figure out what's going on, and they uh discuss who they want to kill. But of course, we don't find out for the next episode. Who do you think it's gonna be? I hope it's not in MJ. My, me too. I hope it's in Trichelle. my mind. In my mind, it's got to be either Bergie or Trichelle. I think they either veil it as you know we tried to take a shot at Bergie before we missed let's do it again or Trishelle might be on us let's go with her and let's weaken Peter's alliance so yeah. I hope that that's the only two that makes sense to me but if they go after MJ or because like... MJ is a part of technically Phaedra's posse right, right so I'm hoping just because just because MJ had such a hard time with the way that whole torch ceremony went that I'm mm-hmm. like don't don't rub it in Right, don't do that. Don't rub it in and make it worse. Go for Trishel because I could totally lose Trishel. Yeah, especially because it will be like even fun—not funnier. That's mean, <laughs> but um, because she had the whole thing with CT not saving her. Right. Oh, so that would be amazing. Right. Oh, then we had to see how he reacts to it too, because he's like, "Oh shoot, I should have." <laughs> he'll be like, "He won't even." He'll be like, "Whoops." Right. <laughs> Love that. He won't care. Oh, oh my god. 
We could talk about this literally for I know. hours. We could do like a episode. But we need to, okay, we're going to have to talk to Cyber and get us a, a Traders podcast going Ooh. for next season because we love this way Ooh, too much. That's a plan. That's, I'm putting that on my to-do list as well. There we go. Vision board. There we Traders go. Okay, y'all don't take our ideas. Leave us alone. She'll, no, no. <laughs> she'll love, she would love that. Are you kidding? Oh, She'd yes. be like, fuck yeah, let's do that. Done. Oh God, I love it. And then we can get some of the people on. We can get the cat mm-hmm. by that point. Yeah, uh-huh. Done. Love it. Okay. Y'all, okay, we're, we're talking business now. Y'all don't need to hear any of this. Y'all just need to go over to Emily's <laughs> podcast. She's speaking with Emily Hanks. Download every episode. Give it Aww. a five-star rating and review. It's amazing. She's got uh, 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 new intro music, new bumpers, <laughs> new artwork, <laughs> new everything. Go over there. Support the YouTube. Support the Patreon. Support oh, everything, okay? We love us some Emily Hanks. Thank you for coming to talk all of this mess with me. And thank you for having me on the live, of uh-huh. course. Uh-huh. Thank you. Is there anything you want to add before we get out of here? Go make sure you are rating and reviewing your podcast here. Make sure that oh, you give Kendrick you. all that love because the ratings and the reviews are free and they're easy and they help so much. Yes. I always tell y'all, you know, people look for ways to support but can't necessarily afford it. That's the easiest way. Mm-hmm. Engaging with the content on social media and liking, you know, rating and reviewing our podcast. That's the easiest way. So it free ways it's amazing and we appreciate it for life so thank you y'all i've been kendrick that's been emily and we'll see ya oh wow you sat through that entire episode well aren't you special you deserve a treat Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you.